Hey everyone, welcome to Week 7 Picks. Look who's back again. It's me, how you doing? Terry. You know what our slogan for today is? What's that, Terry? Warwick? Fuck 2020 and anyone who defends it. Why is that? Because fuck 2020. 2020 is not that bad. I'm having a pretty good time. I get to stay inside all the time. I don't have to go anywhere. Uh, I get to wear a mask. Uh, and it's just completely normal. Everything seems to be going great for me, actually. First guy doesn't think Ryan Johnson's good and now this. <laughs> My boss, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Giants, Eagles. What a game. Sarcastic, let me guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, credit to the Eagles for all that and only losing by two. It could have been way worse. The Giants, I mean, beating Washington is never impressive. End of story. I think the Eagles win this one. This is another of the NSC least games. It should have been weeks ago, but who cares? I think the Eagles win. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a little bit closer of a game than I think people think it is. Uh, Eagles defense just isn't very good, and obviously their offensive weapons are really lacking. Uh, this year they just lost Zach Ertz. Uh, for a few weeks, and uh, Go Dirt or Go Dare, whatever isn't it? Go Dirt is out for oh. I think a few more weeks as well. So they literally have no one at the tight end position. Uh, I can maybe name like two receivers on their team. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't feel too great about the Eagles tonight, uh, which is why I'm going to take the Giants. I think they're just uh, a little bit better than the Eagles. I know the Eagles put up a, a fight against the the Ravens last week, but. Let's be real. I mean, they were out of that game uh, early on, and a lot of their garbage time. Uh, a lot of it was garbage time. They did try to come back. They only lost by two points, but um, yeah, I don't. I, I can see the Giants kind of putting together a little bit better offense. Uh, just their offense, I think, is just better between Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram, Devonta Freeman. Actually, looks pretty good uh, in his limited work the last couple weeks. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Giants uh, for the Thursday night opener. Panthers Saints. Panthers still do have a lot of work to do, losing 23 16 to the Bears. But eh, worse things can happen. I mean, Chalbier should be nowhere near 5 1. The Saints, even if Marvin Harrison is back, newsflash, he might not be back this week. Oh, uh, yeah. This could, this could low key be a really good game. Who knows? I think the Saints win, but knowing how the Panthers do in New Orleans the last five, six years, fuck 2020, I wouldn't be upset if the Black Cats can pull off the upset. But naturally, people should be moosening the Saints win. I think the Saints win at Terry's expense. Yeah, I think you kind of have to take the Saints here. Uh, I think they're coming off of a bye week last week. Yes, they are coming off a of bye week. And uh, you're right, Michael Thomas was de uh, designated to come back, but uh, apparently he tweaked his hamstring and he's might be questionable for tonight or uh, Sunday. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I mean you kind of have to take the Saints here. A, a lot of people thought the Panthers were going to be one of the worst teams in the league, but they're actually playing pretty good football. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's taking care of business. Um, and Mike Davis is filling in really well for, uh, for, uh, Christian McCaffrey, but I think the saints are going to be a little bit too much, uh, for the Panthers here. And, uh, I can see a kind of not, I think it's gonna be a little bit closer than people think and fairly low scoring, but, uh, I'll take the saints. Bills jets. Hmm. This game means absolutely nothing. I think the bills probably or not. Well, I'm not shocked that they weren't for real. The jets, anyone shocked. I think the bills win. Yeah, the Jets are a uh, bottom team of the league this year. They really have nothing going for them. Um, they are uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people were talking about the Dolphins last year and, like, they're historically bad, but they turned it around and ended up winning five games last year. But this Jets team just seems to be going in the opposite direction. I don't think any of the players like Adam Gaze, uh, and they just traded away Le'Veon Bell, who I still don't think is, like, I think he needs to be in a really unique situation for him to succeed. Like, that Pittsburgh team that he was dominating on for those couple years, um, they had a really unique offensive line, and they knew how to block for him. So for him to go into New York and expect those same results, it obviously didn't happen. And now it's going to be kind of the same thing for uh, the Chiefs. I mean, they have like a mid-ranked uh, run-blocking uh, offense. So I don't think that uh, they're going to go in there and he's going to go over to the Chiefs and be this amazing running back all of a sudden. But, yeah, I, I, the Bills, they had a little bit of a hiccup against the Chiefs, but that's the Chiefs. I think they're one of the best teams in the league right now, or they are the best team in the league. Uh, so, yeah, you can't really put too much stock in that game. I'll take the Bills uh, going into uh, into the Meadowlands and taking that win. Browns, Bengals. Funny story I have to share with you, Terry. Remember what I told you, Terry, that something funny was about to happen? Yeah. You ready? Yes, let's hear it. A man named Warwick Dion Branch, Ransom Musa Romanowski Dunn Drysdale, was walking around the mansion wondering what to do with the garbage because there wasn't anyone around. He went to the fortune teller's room, shined a flashlight on a crystal ball. He revealed the fortune teller she asked for the garbage bag to examine and make Moose and said this to the former Hastings graduate. Well, work. I now come to sense this after what I have seen. Baker Mayfield is fake. Should be working in the bakery selling donuts. I know Warwick loves donuts. Also, for more news, Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, and now more trash quarterbacks, Pabich, and fuck his fiance bitch. Also, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady, and Kemner are 100 times better than that child beating thrower whore. That is all I can say today for Moose and send me more trash QBs. End of story. Have a good day. All right. So I'm surprised you haven't started calling him Faker Mayfield yet. Maybe you have. Thank you. Because um, I know you're in the Bengals. On the points. other hand, give them a defense, would you? And an O line. Stop blaming this on Burrow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be an interesting take. game here. I'm actually going to take the Bengals today to win. Interesting. Um, yeah. I think I've given the Browns too many chances. The running game is helping them. It's not the passing game. Fuck Faker Mayfield. He sucks. End of story. I think the Tigers will win. Is Baker playing next week or no? Eh, he's a bitch. I don't know. Okay. Um, I got to take the Browns here. Uh, you know, they obviously got their uh, dick stomped in last week by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, not even close. Just an absolute blow up from front to back. And Baker played like absolute garbage. So, uh, yeah. But in the, in the Bengals, they actually got up to a big lead on the Colts last week. Ended up blowing it in the long run. The Colts had a really good comeback uh, to come back in that game and take care of business. But, um. Yeah, the Bengals just have a long way to go. I wouldn't be surprised if they start trading um, some of their studs for, um, you know, draft picks for like the next year or two. Uh, I'm talking about Geno Atkins or maybe even A.J. Green or something like that, even though I don't know what you can really get for A.J. Green right now, maybe like a fifth fifth rounder maybe or something like that. But, um, yeah, I'll take the Browns. I know that they had a really bad hiccup last week against the Steelers, but I don't think that's a permanent thing. I think it was just a bad week for them, and uh, hopefully they can get back on, on track here against a pretty uh, low Bengals team. Cowboys, Washington. Well, the Cowboys did look bad. Zeke Elliott is going to turn into a Todd Gurley situation. I don't know. 
but wow, they looked really bad on Monday, but I didn't think it was going to be this bad. As for Washington, I mean, typical Washington, why am I surprised? I think the Cowboys win. Why does this game even have anything going for it? I think the Cowboys win. Yeah, this is a weird game as well. Not a weird game, just a team with a game with two bad teams uh, pretty much. But I'm going to take the Washington football team here. I think what it comes down to is I think uh, the coaching and the home field advantage will play a big part here. Um, I just don't like Mike McCarthy at all, and I think Ron Rivera will coach circles around him. Uh, And Andy Dalton, I know it was his first game, but yikes. I mean, really, really poor performance to start your Cowboys career. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think Washington's just going to come out with a better game plan. The home field advantage will get them in the right direction. And, uh, yeah, I just think, uh, uh, it'll be a high scoring affair, but I think, uh, Washington will run it. will will pull away with it in the end. Packers Texans. I was right. Prophet Muhammad is back all these years later. You take Tampa Bay last week. Oh yeah. Nice. That's impressive. The Texans, I honestly find it baffling whether it was going for two when they were up by five or when they were up by seven. I get it. When not necessarily needed or being alive for that long, which I don't know how they were alive for that long. This Texans team is obviously getting better now that nothing on you is gone. They have a lot of work to do. I think the Packers bounce back and win. Packers, I think, win. Yeah, I'll take the Packers here too. Not anything against the Texans, but I like the going for two call there obviously you win you go up by two possessions if you get that two-point conversion you go up by two possessions and the game's pretty much out of out of reach for the titans you don't get it but you know you still have that even if you don't get it you're you know you're most likely going to go into overtime and unfortunately for them the uh the coin didn't go their way and titans just marched the ball down and got that touchdown from derrick henry um to put the game away but uh, i like the aggressive approach from the texans there um, but I just, I, I don't like, uh, Deshaun Watson's inconsistencies. Uh, he's, he looks great one game and then the next, not so much. Uh, Harry, I told you he was overrated. Why didn't you listen to me? I didn't I, it's not like I didn't listen to you. It's just, I, uh, I just, I, I don't know. I just, people, when haven't I been right? This is true. I told you I can break things like the Simpsons and family guy. This is actually a tough, tougher game than I'm looking at. Uh, I think Texans absolutely have a chance to steal this game. Uh, I know Packers are going to be looking to bounce back, and Devontae Adams had a pretty mediocre game last week, but um, I know it's a big bounce-back game for the Packers, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans put up a good fight and uh, make it tough on them. So I'll take the Packers, but it's only because I'm too scared to take the Texans. I bet everyone is, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Lions, Falcons. Well, Cannes, Cloud is gone, and the Falcons look good. Captain Falcon, we proud. Gandorf, not so much. Julio Jones looking like his old self as he should, but of course he's missing practice again, but typical, I guess. The Lions, I mean, it's the Jaguars. Cap battles, is it really that impressive? But hey, DeAndre Swift is the new Barry Sanders. Fuck Taylor Swift, end of story. I think the Falcons go two in a row, but this defense will never be fixed unless it's 2004. I love you, Dion Branch. I think the Falcons will outfly the Lions. Falcons win. I'm going to actually take the Lions here. Uh, this is two teams that, you know, are kind of bottom of their division right now, trying to figure it out. Uh, obviously, you're right. They got rid of Dan Quinn last week, and they the results showed almost immediately. I mean, I don't remember the last time uh, Julio Jones had that great of a game uh, under Dan Quinn, probably sometime last year, but it was very few and far between that he was doing that. And same with Matt Ryan. He looked great as well. Um 
But the Lions, I don't know. It seems like now that they're getting healthier, uh, there seems to be a little bit more. Um, uh, that backfield seems to be a little bit more um, organized. Like DeAndre Swift had a great game last week, and it seems like he might be slowly winning that job back over there. So it seems like they're kind of heading in the right direction. And Matty Stafford uh, against this Atlanta Falcons defense should have a great game. I'm expecting like three touchdowns from him this week. Uh, I expect a high-scoring affair, and I think Detroit is going to win it by a field goal. Give me the give me the Lions. Steelers Titans. Credit to the Titans, but they clearly have to address a lot right now. Defense is bad, typical, but Derrick Henry's the new Chris Johnson for them. 212, God, he's amazing. Steelers look as good as new. If there was any downsides, if they were playing a hobbled and worthless Faker Mayfield, he should be probably in the Bakeries in the market or something. I don't care. He sucks. I said that in my Ryan Johnson story. This should be a 425 or primetime, but again, the NFL being bitches as they always are, why am I shocked? I think the Steelers win, but stay tuned. This could be a show, this game. I think the Steelers win. Yeah, I think this is the game of the morning. Uh, I think both teams are undefeated. I could be wrong about that. Uh, yeah, they, are they both are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think a lot of people who are going to take the Steelers this week are kind of looking at last week's performance. Oh, uh, the Steelers blew out the Browns, and they looked really, really good, while the Titans needed everything to go right with them and overtime to win the game. So they looked a little sluggish, yada, yada. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Titans here. I just think that they're a little bit more of a complete team. Um, they got the receivers. They got the tight end. They got the quarterback. They have the running back. Their defense looks pretty good. The coaching's on point. And uh, I just think that's a, this is going to be a big game for the Titans to uh take care of business and, and really put a feather in their cap as the, uh, as one of the premier teams in the, uh, in the AFC. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Steelers. I think their defense is really good. Um, but with big Ben, I think he's still trying to knock a little bit of that rust off. He's got a million receivers to throw to all of a sudden with chase Claypool. Deontay Johnson's going to come back. Juju Smith Schuster, James Washington, uh, who's their, uh, tight end Vance McDonald or something. I don't even know. Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. So I think uh, I think Titans are going to win this one. I don't know if it's going to be comfortably or whatnot, but uh, I think Titans in the end will will pull this one out. Seahawks Cardinals. Much as I'm happy for the Cardinals. I mean, nine for twenty four, one eighty eight, sixty and an eighty isn't the best sign, but I mean, if it was a couple of drops and barely missed passes, even though it was kind of off, but I guess knowing that running game started to work, I guess it won't matter too much. Kind of a stolen take, but Grand Canyon fantasy owners have to be pissed until Monday. <laughs> the Seahawks, de- that defense needs fixing. End of story. The draft next year should be dressed on just a line in defense. No offense unless Chris Carson leaves. I mean, God knows what's going to happen. Mr. Fumbles, I call him. I think the Cardinals win this battle. The Birds, this should be a very good game. I think the Red beats the Blue and Green. Cardinals win. Yeah, these two teams, every time they play, it seems like they have a really close game. And it goes both ways. It's either like a high-scoring affair or it ends up being like 6-6 six to six or something like that, 6-9, to nine, and it's all field goals. But these two teams always seem to play each other very, very hard, especially in Arizona uh, where this game's going to be taking place. Uh, the Cardinals looked really good against Dallas last week. Uh, Kyler Murray pretty much put that team on his back and made throws, used his feet. Um, and just took care of business pretty much all over the field, uh, and the Cowboys had no answer. Um, he didn't really use DeAndre Hopkins either all game. Uh, Christian Kirk had a big play, and then obviously, like you mentioned, Kenyon Drake uh, put it away at the end with like an 80-yard run or whatever. Uh, and then the Seahawks, they looked 
pretty uh, beatable against Minnesota two weeks ago, but they had a bye week. They're going to be a little bit looser. They know that they have that winning mentality now. Like like I've been saying about the Chiefs, like they can be down uh, as much in a game, but they know that they can always come back, and I think Seattle now knows that. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle in this game just because I think they're the better team, the more experienced team. It wouldn't be surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Cardinals end up stealing this game. But uh, as of right now, I can see the I can see the Seahawks uh, scraping by with like a, you know, a less than a three point victory uh, against the Cardinals. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals are going to go anywhere either. I think they have a, a flashy enough offense. I'm I'll buy I'll buy I'll be at a a little overrated, but um, yeah, I think uh, I think that they can at least put up some garbage points at the end if it gets a little out of hand and make it a little bit tighter than it would be. But I'll take the Seahawks here. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and soon to be Mr. Big Chest himself, Antonio Brown. God, Antonio Brown. Story for the end. <laughs> Chiefs, Broncos, Travis Kelsey. Fuck off, Woodrow. Make me up when Deion Branch comes back. Broncos. Just this once signed all Pats fans. Drew Locke just looked like John Elway just one day and beat those smug child beating douches. Signed by all Mustafarians. Fuck the child beaters. They're going to win. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs here as well. Uh, Denver looked really good against New England last week for pretty much three out of the four quarters. Uh, they kind of let us come back in that fourth quarter. Uh, Drew Locke trying to put the game away for whatever reason. He threw the ball like 40 yards down the field uh, instead of trying to run clock. And we got the interception and we had a chance to come back. But... Uh, yeah, it was a it was a pretty complete game by uh, the Denver Broncos. Their defense looked pretty good uh, as well, but it was just uh, it was they almost caught they almost coughed it up at the end. But with the Chiefs, I th- after coming off of a loss, I think against the Raiders last week, they're gonna be oh no, they beat they that was two weeks ago, and then they beat the Bills last week. So they're coming out. They they know that they can win the, these games, and I, I there's not really much to say, but I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Um, going into Denver, it might be a little difficult. I mean. I know a lot of teams don't have home field advantage this year because there's no fans, but if any team does have home field advantage, it's probably the Denver Broncos because of the uh, the mile high and the, the altitude or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'll take the Chiefs, but, yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. That's pretty much it. Jaguars, Chargers. The Jaguars probably people should have thought they would be. Mm-hmm. There's Cardinals. We all remember that, 2006. Fuck 2020. The Chargers, again, whether it's Anthony or just typical finding ways to lose, the Chargers should be excited. I think the Chargers win, but knowing the Chargers do lose to a lot of bad teams, who knows? But I think the Bolts will uh, put Electric Avenue all over the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I got to go with the Chargers here. Uh, Obviously, they're pretty injured top to bottom. Their defense is injured. Their star running back is injured. Um, Keenan Allen's dinged up. Uh, So I don't really know what to expect from the Chargers, but they looked pretty good last game, and if it wasn't for a a doinked uh, 50-yard field goal, they would have got the upset last week. I guess of course, too. Terry is mentioning it because you know what Terry likes and doesn't like. This is true. This is true. There you go. <laughs> uh, on the other side, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars just seem to be going in the opposite direction. Uh, James Robinson has looked pretty good, but he's starting to t- uh, uh, slow down a little bit, it looks like. 
Um, he got in the end zone last week, but it, he only finished with like 14 points fantasy football. I, I'm, I know I'm diving into fantasy football a little bit here, uh, but that's not what this podcast is about. But uh, yeah, that whole offense uh, seems to be uh, sputtering along, and I don't know if they're going to have an answer for the uh, for the Chargers defense, which is starting to click, uh, especially with Joey Bosa in that front four. He's a freaking beast. Starting so, to click. They let the Saints come back two weeks ago. So, Terry, I officially can't call you a prophet anymore. Yeah, but there's that's the Saints. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, you got to give a little bit of leeway there. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the Chargers here. It uh, should be a blowout for them, but you never know. 49ers, Patriots. Patriots, we currently have a lot of work we have to do. Can we get Deion Branch for one year, please? I don't know. Stop blaming Cam Newton the defense. This is not their fault. Third and 21. Okay, that I can blame the Patriots. That was so, um, Patriots, Patriots will be fine. What's the quick excuse for being 5 one when they should be They should be, They should should be. be nowhere near that shit? 49ers, well, they looked as good as new. They're losing Mostert. Now he's on IR, I forgot to mention. Not a good sign. Oh, We're up a little back to New England three years later. Mm, I think the Patriots win, but... Warren Niners made the best team win. I think the Patriots win. This is a really tough game. Um, you're right. 49ers looked uh, much better last week. Uh, who'd they beat last week? I forgot. They picked. We both picked the Rams, and it didn't even work. Yes, the Rams. Uh, that was a bad pick. Um, yeah, I think we were riding high on that Niners, you know, lost the week before against Miami. Uh, but, you know, this is the, defend, uh, the Super Bowl runner-up. Uh, they still have a lot of talent on that team, but uh, I think I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, home field advantage obviously didn't mean much against Denver last week, but uh, Bill just got out coached last week, I think top to bottom. There was a, a James White first down that he didn't challenge. He decided to just punt it away instead with like a coward. Um and uh, I don't expect Bill to do that again. I expect him to have a much better game plan, maybe listen to his guys upstairs a little bit, especially of a big first down. I mean, what was there, like 11 minutes left in that game? We were down two possessions, and we punted it away. Uh, absolute coward move, but, um, yeah, I'll take the Patriots here. Uh, it's going to be a good game. Jimmy Garoppolo coming back to Foxborough. It's got a lot of storylines, and uh, it should be a good game. Better than anything the child beaters have ever done. Go fuck yourselves. Buccaneers Raiders. Honestly, Brady is back. Fuck 2020. Rematch of nearly 18 years later, Super Bowl 37, which began through five interceptions. 48-21, Buccaneers defense, we all remember. And then we all remember the next two years. Good times. The Raiders, on the other hand, coming off a win against the child beaters. They have done quite well. The only problem I have with the Raiders, it seems like they have to always rely on the big play formula. In other words, two to 450-plus plays is enough to win the game. It's not like they go down the field for great tries. Take away those big plays in those games. Who knows what could have happened? Like, if you take away those 50-plus plays, they probably get murdered. Who knows what would have happened? I think in this battle of skulls, the Buccaneers will win the battle of skulls. Buccaneers win. Yeah, that Buccaneers defense is getting better and better every week. Uh, Shaq Barrett is a beast off the uh, off the edge. Uh, can get to almost any quarterback. Um, and, yeah, that pick six on uh, Aaron Rodgers completely ch- changed the uh, tone of the game last week. And, what turned what looked like it was going to be a Green Bay slaughter turned into the opposite. It turned into Tampa Bay taking care of business at home against Green Bay. But uh, I think the one thing that sticks out this week is the uh, Raiders' offensive line is apparently not even going to play. I think there was a COVID outbreak with the offensive line, and I think they're going to be relying on a lot of backups and um, 
start and back just backup guys. So um, yeah, this going to pretty ugly in any second now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the the uh, the Buccaneers because I think they're gonna be able to get to David Carr uh, fairly easily. David and, Carr was the old Texan. Oh, who what who is it? Eric. What's his name? Derek. Derek Carr. Carr thank you. Uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> this guy seems to really be off today. I know he? my brain's a little mushy. Uh, um, no worries. I'm more brain dead than um, the jackass members. Perfect. <laughs> jackass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just think uh, that that Bucks D is going to be able to get to Derek Carr, and I think it's going to be a rough day for Josh Jacobs unless they draw up some plays for him um, on um, some screen plays or something like that to get him into space. Uh, I think it's going to be a long day for that Raiders offense. And you know, Henry Ruggs showed up last week and put up some great like I think two catches for our a touchdown and over 100 yards but I don't think that Buccaneers defense is going to allow him to do that especially a rookie uh so but it is in Las Vegas I guess that's the one thing Vegas has going for the Raiders have going for it but um I don't know I think the Bucks are going to be too much to handle for this game give me the Bucks Bears Rams well the Rams for both of us wrong and probably not in the right way the Bears somewhat proved me wrong again I can't with this Rams team they either look really good or somebody, even the old 2000s, early 2010s, Nickelodeon Disney sitcoms wouldn't mind going against. The Bears still aren't great, but hey, they are winning. As I say, all the matters is winning. Who knows what they're thinking? Mm. I think the Bears will run past the Bighorn Sheep. I just think the Rams will find the most random way to let the Bears look like the 2013 offense that still missed the playoffs. I think the Bears win. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say with the bears. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of being disrespected. Uh, I, I like, I'm looking at my little, um, uh, like see who's taking who and the Rams are 75% going to win this game. And I think that's just a little disrespectful to the bears. They've been, I know that they go down early in games most of the time, not, not against Carolina last week, but, uh, they get down early and then they have to climb back. But the thing is they do climb back and they do come back and win. Um, I think the Rams, I don't want to put too much stock into last game because they looked really bad against San Francisco. But um, yeah, I think the bears are being a little disrespected here. I think they know that. And uh, I think that they're going to come out and play their best game. Uh, I expect it to be kind of close as of right now. I have it 21 17 for the bears. So yeah, bears. Now for the questions, number one, what was the big callus and the typical Browns being blown up because they suck? What big was, catalyst. What was the what? What was the big catalyst and why do you think they got blown? Oh, um, uh, it's a tough, tough to say. I know, you know, I know they're a little injured, but you know what I think it is? I think it goes back to last year with uh, Miles oh, Garrett, Garrett hitting Mason oh, Rudolph. Randolph. Oh, that was the one thing that made last year not still one of the worst years ever, but that was just one bearable moment. I think it was just a, I honestly think it was just a Pittsburgh revenge game for them. And I think they used that from last year. Uh, no, the Steelers have beaten them ever since. Two weeks later, oh yeah, yeah, in that's last true. year the Steelers beat the Browns. That's so. true. I think they're still sour about it, and I think they use that as uh, motivation. And uh, in Pittsburgh, they just took care of business. And uh, you know, I think they got under Baker's skin early with that pick six, and the rest of the game pretty much wrote itself. And Terry, he sucks. Okay, question two. He's not great. You mean never great? Do you think the 49ers win against the Rams was a sign the 49ers are back, or do you think it's a sign the Rams just aren't that great or good? Uh, I think it's more the Rams just aren't that great. I know they had some early season success, but that offense is really struggling. Um, Jared Goff looks okay, 
But and Robert Woods looks okay, but everything else is kind of up in the air. Higby is 50-50. Cooper Cup looks like he's taking a huge step back. Terry, uh, Terry, can I tell you something? When was Cooper Cup ever extreme amazing? Uh, two years ago and early, early last year. Great game. That doesn't do shit. Uh, the first half of last year, he was story. doing pretty well. Uh, something. Ha- I don't know what happened to him, but about halfway through the season last year, he kind of just took a step back and uh, just doesn't really do anything now. So, um, yeah, that offense worries me on the Rams. I don't know if San Francisco is 100% back. I know they're injured top to bottom. Uh, it's going to be a tough road for them to make the playoffs this year, but I think it's more about the Rams just – kind of uh, being mediocre. Thoughts on the first game without Dak Prescott? Oh, man. Um, You know, I think one thing you can say is that every time Andy Dalton looks terrible or really bad, or if every time the Cowboys get blown out, it just adds another couple million dollars to the Dak Prescott uh, contract that's going to be coming in the next year or so. Um, he's very valuable to the team, Dak Prescott. And I think now seeing Andy Dalton do what he does, uh, I think it's even more obvious. Um, that's pretty much my only takeaway from it is that the worse that Andy Dalton and the Cowboys look is more money for Dak Prescott. Is the coaching to blame the loss of Dak and Dalton just the team doesn't give it? doesn't give a fuck. Uh, the coaching absolutely has something to do with it. Like I said, I, I don't like Mike McCarthy as a coach. Um, and usually when a coach goes to a new team, it gives them like a new, like lifted aura, like a new, like identity. But it's just like, if it, it seems to have gone the other way here, like they have no identity. Um, I think Mike McCarthy is slowly breaking uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I think Ezekiel Elliott's a little fat. Um, I think he's a little chunky little hamster right now, and he puts the ball on the ground a little too well. I think was he had five fumbles in the last five games, and eh, uh, he and he just doesn't have that burst that he had uh, last year or the year before. And uh, I know he's going to be motivated to change people's opinions on that right now, but I don't know. We're almost halfway through the season, and he just doesn't look like he has it. So uh, I think the coaching has something to do with that. Five uh, thoughts on the whole AB situation with the Seahawks being said all that stuff. Uh, you know, he's, he, he's allowed to come back after eight games, even though I guess he could get disciplined further after that. So I, I don't really know. It's, uh, it's up in the air. I don't know if he, even if he comes back, I don't know if he's going to be allowed to come, come back, come back. If you know what, come back. I don't know. I know you get it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, it, I mean, it would be interesting. I mean, can you imagine, uh, Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown on the same football team? Josh Gordon should be playing right now. But, yeah, of course, you know the story. Idiots, idiots, idiots. So my joke my joke there was that Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon were on the same team last year. Well, for like one Not game. Not mentioned last year, please. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. I like AB. I think he's an absolute crazy psychopath, but he's uber talented. So why not get him on the football, football field? Six. What do you think the Packers being blown out tells you about the Packers? I don't think it tells you much, to be honest. You know, blowouts happen. Losses happen. Um, it's early in the season still. I mean, they were undefeated before that game, so it's not like, oh, we got blown out. Time to change everything. They still have a really good quarterback. Uh, Devontae Adams just needs to get back into his gro- groove over there. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think it's just uh, a lot of uh, – I think it's. I think he's fine. It's just I think they're fine. That's pretty much it. 
what are you looking for for some big trades the next 1.8 weeks? Um, I haven't really been looking. I, I I've been looking. I've been seeing some rumors of Patriots trades that they can make. There's uh, David and Joku uh, from Cleveland. There's JJ Watt from Houston. There's Geno Atkins from Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know where these guys would go, but those are just a couple names that I would monitor um, to go out there and and make it make an, uh, an effect on a on a different team uh, because the teams that they're on are kind of going in the opposite direction. So, um, yeah, those are just a few big names that I can see being moved. A.J. Green, if you want to throw him in there as well, but he's on a he's on a franchise tag. So I don't know how that works. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Those are a few. Uh, those are a few options. And the last question. Revisiting this matter, I sent you that article about the NFC flawed on Pro Football Talk. You got the article, right? Yes, I did. To you. Let's talk about it one more time. What are your thoughts? I'm sorry to talk about this ad nauseum. I apologize, but what are your thoughts? On on which on what again? Sorry. This flawed playoffs format that everyone still keeps trashing on the websites. Oh, I actually didn't read the article. I'm sorry. I it was a playoff format. Yeah. What's it? What what do they want? What do they? What is it? What is it? They were saying the whole NFC flawed thing because the NFC East. And oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I, I, you know, these things are anomalies. Like usually, there's at least one clear winner in a uh, in a division. So the fact that the NFC NFC East is so bad, it just it happens. I mean, I don't want to go changing all the rules just because of these random one off years. And don't get me wrong, you know. I mean, if you did this for when the Seahawks were seven and nine, and then hosted the Saints back in during the Beast Mode, we wouldn't have Beast Mode. Like that Beast Mode run would probably not have happened. So, uh, yeah, I mean, keep it the way it is and just to deal with it. It is what it is. I don't mind. Like I agree, this isn't the greatest horn in the world. Like do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like there are way, way worse formats out there. True. Like no. But I mean, the big four we have in most of the playoff formats are fine. Yeah, they're all the, like kind of similar too. Not really. Yeah. NBA has a perfect format. Like NBA knows what they're doing. Seven game series all the way through. No, eight to one. Oh, eight, eight to one. one. Oh, okay, like okay, gotcha. We're talking seeding. We're not talking like one through four. You know right. I mean? Well, baseball and football's divisions are kind of similar. Well, baseball's also a joke. So yeah, baseball does suck. Um. The thing I have problems with this format is that, like, if somebody, like, is an advocate for the current format, like, they're always just being so trolls about it. Like, they're all, like, you know how there's a difference between nicely supporting the format and then just being a troll on social media and saying, if you can't deal with it, shut the fuck up. If 7 9 should be allowed to beat an 11 5. And if you can't, go to hell. You see my point? Yeah. Like, there's such trolls about it. Like, they can't. Be nice about it. Like they have to always make make a fuss about it. For sure. Well, that's it for today's pickums. We'll see you back for week eight. All right. Thanks for having me, bud. Have a good one. All right. You too.